Welcome to the Money Answer Show with host Jordan Goodman. Whether you are starting out, deep into your retirement, or somewhere in between, the Money Answer Show has the know-how to help you. Now here's your host, Jordan Goodman. Welcome to the Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guests this hour are Bruce Weiner and Rachel Marshall, who are co-founders of the Money Advantage uh, Service. Welcome to the show, both of you. Excellent. Welcome. Thank, Thank you for you. having us. <laughs> Thank just you, Jordan. Tell, just tell us briefly about the, the purpose of the Money Advantage and what you offer that's unusual in the financial education field. Oh, I love this. Um, Bruce, I'm going to take this one from you. So we, the purpose of the Money Advantage is to help people take control of their financial life. And really, that means not trusting the status quo, not listening to all of the traditional and typical wisdom out there, but really figuring out what it means to be in financial control. So we offer cash flow strategies, infinite banking, and alternative investments to help you truly build time and money freedom. And what do you say about that, Bruce, to add to that? Well, I think the uh, the thing that people are always looking at in uh, is to try to put themselves in a better financial position but especially in today's world, it's very difficult to, to find your tribe uh, because you're getting so many conflicting um, ideas, not only on the internet, but uh, through all kinds of media. And so what we want people to realize is that when they, ever ha- when they have that pit in their stomach and they can't figure out what to do, it's probably because they feel like they're not in charge of their own money system. And so we look, we actually help people with uh, what we call cash flow awareness because we do not want people to uh, think of, of uh, budgeting as being negative. You know, that's a negative connotation with people. Oh, I don't want to budget because that's, that's telling me what you can't have. And so we want people to actually be empowered through an educational process to take control of their own money decisions rather than just hand it off to an advisor and say, here, tell me what to do. Now, one of the strategies you're very big on, both of you, is what's called privatized banking or infinite banking. Maybe just briefly, Rachel, describe what the concept is behind it, because it's been out there for a while. It's not something a lot of people are that familiar with, though. You know, I really love that you added that caveat that it's been out there for a long time and many people are not aware. I think that is, um, you know, it's almost like this secret that's hidden in plain sight. The wealthy have been using infinite banking for a really long time. And the reason that we use it personally and help our clients to use this is because it puts people in control. It allows you to build a pool of capital and cash that you can have access to for whatever you want, whenever you need it. And the reason that it's kind of a secret is that it's using a product and it is a strategy around that product. The product is specially designed whole life insurance. And as soon as I say that, I hear people rolling their eyes or maybe even tuning out. And I really would challenge you just to bear with me just for a moment, because it's not just using an insurance product for the purpose of insurance, which insurance is tremendously valuable as well but it is using it in addition as a place to store cash because it builds cash value that you can access and use. And that strategy then is not just putting money into a cash value life insurance policy and letting it sit on the shelf and accumulate cash value, but it's borrowing against your cash value and taking that cash out using other people's money, using arbitrage and leverage and going ahead and putting that to work in other investments And because of doing that, you are in a position where you're supercharging your financial engine and building time and money freedom faster. One of the things she said, Bruce, is that it's a specialized life insurance policy. It's not every traditional whole life insurance policy that this will work for. What's the difference between those kind of policies and the ones that you can use for private banking? Yeah, Jordan, so uh, uh, policies can be broken up and they they have to be designed to, to meet the IRS modified endowment contracts uh, uh, standards. And so they have a base premium, which is uh, traditional, ordinary, whole life premiums. And then in order to supercharge the savings component of this, you can add almost every company has uh, these mutual companies, which means you're actually a part owner in these companies. They actually have a rider called a paid up additions rider. 
And in order to do that um, and, and put more money into this, what I would call the more savings aspect, um, you actually have to have the death benefit uh, to be a certain amount per how much money you're putting in every year. There's a one-year test by the IRS and a seven-year test. And a way that you can do that is by designing it or specially designing it by also adding a short-term term life policy to the contract. So you have the base policy, you have the paid-up additions rider on the policy, and then you have the term life on the policy to meet the IRS uh, guidelines. So that's where the specialty part comes in to actually accelerate the savings component of this. Now, there's a lot of other things in these contracts, and I always tell, I always tell our listeners, these are contracts. So whatever they say in these, these are the essence of, of society in the United States. This is going to happen unless we actually just break down our entire society. Um, but these things need to not only be designed like that, but then you have to take in the individual and their families into consideration to decide in what ratio you have the base, the term, and the paid-up additions rider in a particular policy. Now, these are called 7702 plans. Is that correct? What does that refer to? And there have been some recent law changes that might affect these. What have been those changes? Go ahead, Bruce. Yeah, I think I'll I'll take this one if you don't mind, Jordan. Um, 7702 is the actual IRS tax code. And we, we actually don't use that term very often. I find, I find that is confusing to a lot of people because they, they will throw that out like it's some special account, and it really isn't a special account. It just means that that's the tax code that the IRS uh, 7702 that allows these policies to actually grow tax-free. And there have been recent changes that are going to allow you to actually put more money in to these particular permanent life insurance policies. Uh, and it's going to affect the death benefit, and it could p- p- potentially also affect the, how the cash value grows. And, and Jordan, if you don't mind, I do not want to actually get into any specifics on that because um, there are going to be the IRS uh, regulations, but then there's going to be an, a determination from every life insurance company on how they want to not only um, to interpret those changes, but how they then want to actually design their products with those changes. And so those without changes have what, what kind of changes would you expect, without getting into too much technical detail, what kind of changes will the insurance companies make in the policies based on these new IRS regulations? I believe they're going to actually, you're going to actually have a lower amount of death benefit per uh, dollar spent, but you're... The, uh, but you're going to have actually be able to access the cash value, or you're going to build up cash value faster. I so believe it'll, that's it'll how they're going to make it a better product. You're saying I, I believe. Well, it's going to make it a better product if you're looking. And this is what Jordan and I don't want to. I don't want to be contradictory, but a better de- uh, depending on what you're trying to accomplish. If you're simply trying to accomplish uh, cash value growth, then I yes, I believe it's going to be better. If you're trying to purchase as much death benefit as possible efficiently, I suspect that you're actually going to be able to, you're actually going to uh, purchase less death benefit. And the reason I believe that actuarially is going to happen is that if a if more of that cash value can be accessed either through a distribution or uh, to be loaned against. That means the reserves at each one of these that are highly regulated, these insurance companies are highly regulated to have so much in reserve. Well, they're not going to know how much the, uh, the reserves are going to be accessed by the policyholders. And so I believe they're going to have to lower future uh, payouts as far as death benefits to make sure that they keep those reserves on hand properly. Rachel, what kind of rates of return can people expect in these policies? I mean, you think of whole life insurance policies, maybe 4 or 5% rates, something like that today. Is, is that about the rate that people are going to be getting? It's really an interesting question. I will try to say this in two minutes. Um, what we're looking at when you talk about a rate of return is how much do I get 
compared to what I paid in. And when you look at whole life insurance, first of all, you want to not think of it as an investment tool where you're normally looking at a rate of return. It's more comparable to bank savings or storing it in a money market account or a CD. So that's what we're comparing to. When you're looking at a rate of return inside a life insurance policy, you want to first take into consideration that you're looking over a long time horizon. So if you said, what in about a 30 year time span are my rate of return based on what I've paid in usually today, even though we're seeing really low dividend rate environment, we're seeing between about three to 5% internal rate of return. And that is non taxable. So that's after tax. Very good. We're going to take a break. Uh, this is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guests this hour are Rachel Marshall and Bruce Weiner, the co-founders of Money Advantage. You can find out more about them and their strategies at themoneyadvantage.com. We'll be back after this. There have been so many people dying this year of COVID, now over 500,000, that's causing enormous financial distress for survivors who are left behind. Many people do not have close to enough saved up to be able to maintain their lifestyle when the breadwinner of the household dies of COVID or any other cause. You really don't need to leave your spouse and kids with a huge financial burden if, if, that they cannot handle. The simple solution is to get a life insurance policy, which will pay those who depend on you a death benefit if you die. It makes sense why people get life insurance, especially term coverage, which is surprisingly affordable. Why not pay a bet each month to protect the ones you love? If you're asking yourself this question, choose Ladder. Ladder makes it impressively fast and easy to get covered. You just need a few minutes and a phone or laptop will help you apply. Ladder's smart algorithms work in real time so you find out instantly if you're approved. No hidden fees and you can cancel at any time. Since life insurance costs more as you age, now is the time to cross it off your list. So lock in your best rate today and get your family covered with Ladder. Go to ladderlife.com slash moneyanswers. That's ladderlife.com slash moneyanswers. Ladderlife.com slash moneyanswers to make sure you're covered with life insurance. Nobody likes the guy who says, I told you so. The guy in 1991 who said to you, invest in the internet. It's going to be huge. Or the guy in 1997 who said, come on, this is going to be big. They call it social media. And the guy in 2009 who said, I'm telling you, man, crypto is real. Now, I'm not going to be that guy who says, I told you so. But I am telling you that there is a 21-year-old international company where you can become a global project partner, earning a passive income doing exactly what you're doing at this moment. No selling, no recruiting clients, no administering a business after hours. Visit www.mypassiveincome.life now. That's mypassiveincome.life. Don't let history repeat itself on this one. Earn a passive income. Now listen again. That's mypassiveincome.life. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guests this hour are Rachel Marshall and Bruce Winner. Uh, they are the co-founders of The Money Advantage. You can find out more about them at their website, themoneyadvantage.com. Welcome back to both of you. Thank you. Thank you. So we, we're talking about privatized bankings, and we're talking about the rates of return, maybe 3 to 5%. Uh, it's higher than lo- short-term interest rates today. But again, to lock in long-term to something where you're getting 3 to 5%, 
why is that a wise thing when you've had much, much higher returns in the stock market and other places? Well, that's, I mean, that's a question we get asked all, all the time, and it has to do with what your comfort level is. Um, because we do not, we're not trying to compare it to the stock market. We're not trying to compare it to an investment. And any good investment advisor, which I hope I am a good investment advisor, would tell you not to have all your eggs in one uh, basket. And so we're, we're, we're really t- looking to store the, the money that you would like to have uh, safe, liquid, and have access to it in an alternative place than in the low interest rate environment of the banks. So, you know, I'm not even going to try to compare it to the stock market because we don't think it's comparable. And when you borrow the money out, are you borrowing it out at the traditional interest rates? What kind of rate are you paying when you borrow the money out from your cash value? Yeah, so uh, we like to, we think uh, verbiage is real important. So a lot of people use the word borrow out and you're not actually borrowing your money you're actually borrowing against the collateral. So you're actually borrowing money from the insurance company's reserves. So you're actually borrowing against your collateral, not out of your collateral. And this is a floating rate uh, based upon uh, the Moody Bond Index, which I'm sure you're familiar with. And currently it's set at 5%. Um, That is a floating rate, but here's the thing. We are at the lowest interest rate environments that we've had it is certainly the sustained lowest interest rate environments that we probably have ever seen. And yes, dividends are highly interest rate uh, sensitive. But the, so what the more important thing uh, to say, Jordan, is that the average dividend rate is paying somewhere between five and five and a half percent on many of these mutual companies. And then you're borrowing at five. So some people call these wash, wash loans. So you're borrowing at the same amount you're making. Of course, that's if, if you're borrowing the exact same amount. In other words, if you've, if you've uh, collateralized this at 100000 and you borrow uh, against the entire 100000 that would be a, a wash loan. But if you're, borrow, if you're collateralized at 100000 and you only uh, borrowed 20000 of it, well, then you've got a positive arbitrage. And then Rachel would probably continue to talk about the arbitrage outside of this. But, the, mm-hmm. but what I wanted to point out is as interest rates go up, if they do go up and, you know, I, I don't, that's a whole show probably whether they are going to go up or not, the dividend rates will go up. So traditionally not, I, I can say this with a hundred percent confidence in the past as, as interest rates have gone up, yes, borrowing rates have gone up, but also dividends have outpaced the borrowing rate. So it's always higher. So when you borrow the money out, you should be using it for some responsible purpose, not just normal living expenses, because you are going to be paying 5% or so on that for quite a while. Is that right? So you have to be careful in what you do with the money you borrow. Is that correct? Well, let's give a little bit of clarity around that. So again, imagine you put in five $100,000, just 100000 into a life insurance policy, and this is your premiums. So it's not called a deposit because it's not actually a savings account. We're using it like one, but it's a life insurance policy. So that 100000 just say you're a few years into the policy, and that 100000 that you've paid in over the years is now fully available to you, and you can borrow against it. So what happens is now say I want to take a $100,000 loan because I have a investment that I want to put this cash into. Maybe it's a multifamily deal or an apartment complex, or I'm wanting to buy a book of properties or uh, buy a business or invest in my business or grow my business. And I want to borrow that $100,000 of cash. Here's the thing. The cash you have access to just because you're a policy owner, you have a contractual guarantee to access that capital, but you're not getting your money out of the policy. Instead, you're borrowing the life insurance company's money and they are placing a lien against your cash value. So if I can make this really, really simple, your cash is fully, all of it is continuing to grow uninterrupted, no stopping the compound growth of your cash inside the policy, even though you have an outstanding loan collateralizing your cash value. So you said you should use it for a uh, you know responsible purpose. And yes, that is true and very wise because you want to earn more on that loan than what you're paying. So if it's a 5% loan, I would love to be getting 10% rate of return or even 8% rate of return in my outside investment 
what happens is that I have the internal rate of return inside my life insurance policy plus the external rate of return outside of my life insurance policy. And oh, by the way, you can still use this for any purpose. It doesn't have to be an investment opportunity. You can use it for an expense or an emergency as well. And because you have the flexibility as a policy owner to pay back your loan on your terms, you have a lot of control. So people use this for flipping a real estate property where they know that there's a big capital need and then they're going to have a big capital infusion back and they can repay that loan all at once, maybe two years out from the date they took the loan. Or you could have a trickle back system where you're paying back a loan on a monthly basis, but you are setting the terms of that because it is an unstructured loan repayment schedule. So I know I packed a lot in there, but I hope that answers your question that you can use it for anything. You always want a payback schedule that you're setting in your own mind. Interest will continue to accrue whether or not you repay it, but you don't have to repay the loan on anyone else's terms. If you don't make those payments on the loan from the insurance company, not from your own cash value, do they, say you miss those payments, do they reduce your cash value? Or what happens if that's the collateral? Yeah, I'll take the uh, rate. Go ahead, so, Bruce. Absolutely. So you have... You have the, uh, your premiums that you put in to capitalize it. They're continued to grow with a guaranteed interest and dividends. And then if you do take a loan against the policy, as Rachel said, you control the terms of the repayment. You will not get a repayment schedule from the uh, life insurance company. You determine the repayment schedule. So uh, there's no prepayment penalty. You can actually change the, the payments. You can, you can lower the payments. You can up the payments. You can pay the payment back in one fell swoop. And uh, that money immediately releases the, the, uh, the lien against your collateral to be used again as, long, as soon as the check clears. So, yes, there is a compounding effect on both sides, on the, on the uh, collateral side and on the uh, loan side. But as Rachel said, you're in control of those terms. And people often say, well, that doesn't make any sense. Why do the life insurance companies allow you to do that? And the reason they allow you to do that is because they have a great collateral of your not only your cash value, but your death benefit. So if you were to die and you have an outstanding loan, they simply subtract it from the tax-free death benefit before it goes to the beneficiary. What are some of the insurance companies that offer these? Because this is not Northwestern Mutual and uh, Mass Mutual, the traditional mutual companies. These are sp- specialized companies that offer these. Is that correct? Yeah, well, it, yes and no. Uh, Northwestern Mutual could do it. Uh, you could do it. They don't have a quite as, and, and I don't know because they're a captive company. So you can only sell Northwestern products. So we're not a part of that because we're brokers. Uh, but you could design something close to it. Mass Mutual, actually, we are appointed with, and we do on occasion use them, uh, but you are correct. They are very large, and they don't embrace the concept. So remember, this is a strategy, and you're using the product to actually implement the strategy. The, the other companies that you're talking about that really embrace the strategy are ones that I believe people have heard of, Penn, Penn Mutual, um, uh, Security Mutual Life out of New York, Lafayette Life out of Cincinnati, Ohio, Mutual Trust Life, Ohio National. There is a there is a plethora of other smaller mutual companies that have really in, embrace uh, embrace this strategy. But they're all mutual companies, is that correct? Correct. Yes. You want to use you want to use a mutual company because you want to use a mutual company. In our opinion that is participating, that simply means you're going to participate in the profits of the company and that in a form of a dividend so that you are actually part owner in that, in that company, then that's why you get to participate in the profits. And then there's something else called a uh, direct recognition company and a non-direct recognition company. A direct recognition company will actually lower your dividend payment on the portion of the money that you have as a loan. A non-direct recognition company doesn't care if you have a loan or not. They will still pay you the same amount of dividend whether you have a loan or not. There's pros and cons to both of those types of companies. But yes, uh, you really need to have a mutual company that participates in dividends 
to actually maximize this concept. Why do the insurance companies that do offer it offer it and the other companies don't offer it? Why does some insurance companies think it's a good idea to offer and others do not? Well, I, it's a, it, it is, it, it, insurance companies are conservative by nature, and I think you know that. All insurance companies are conservative by nature. And, it's, and when you have these loan provisions and payback provisions, these are administrative, um, I don't want to say nightmares, but they're administratively heavy. And so they, they're going to incur more administrative costs. And when you are, also have a, a philosophy of some of the bigger companies, like you mentioned, Northwestern Mutual and Mass Mutual, they are more about an accumulation product. You're going to accumulate money to be used later instead of a utilization strategy. And a utilization strategy is where these, these uh, smaller companies see that their uh, market share uh, or market advantages by actually uh, having a util- utilization strategy to help market. Okay, very good. We're going to take another break. This is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guests this hour are Rachel Marshall and Bruce Weiner, uh, co-founders of The Money Advantage. We can find out more about what we've been talking about, uh, privatized banking or what's often called infinite uh, banking. Uh, their website is themoneyadvantage.com. We'll be back after this. Finding simple and effective ways to keep employees engaged and customers happy is always top of mind for business owners and managers. And that's especially challenging when face-to-face interaction is limited as it has been the last year or so. Try to find out a way to stand out to your customers or make your employees feel extra valued. You trust Uber as a way to request rides and order meals from restaurants you love, but did you know about Uber's platform designed specifically for businesses? Over 160,000 companies are using Uber for business to improve customer and employee satisfaction. Having a hard time getting people to show up or stay engaged in virtual team meetings or events? With vouchers for Uber from Uber for Business, you can add $20 to their personal Uber accounts so they can easily order meals through Uber Eats before meeting. Want to make your customers love your business even more? Offer them a voucher for a free meal or ride when they make their first purchase or spend a certain amount. Any company can sign up for free and immediately start delivering extra value to people who matter most to their business. Vouchers are simple to send and redeem. Your business has total control over who gets them, when they expire, and what portion of the ride or meal you want to cover. Vouchers are shared via email or text and can be redeemed with a single tap. Best of all, you only pay for rides they take or meals they order. Right now, Uber for Business is offering companies a $50 voucher credit when you spend your first $200 with vouchers. Go to uber.com slash moneypod to, earn more, to learn more. That's uber.com slash moneypod, M-O-N-E-Y-P-O-D, for a $50 voucher credit. That's uber.com slash moneypod. Terms and conditions apply. Stocks, bonds, investment opportunities, financial news, and talk. We can help. Call us now toll-free, 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Do you or someone you love have a life insurance policy that's no longer needed or not affordable? Did you know that you can sell your policy for cash? Your reason for buying life insurance has probably changed. Thousands of Americans turn to life insurance settlements to help sell their policies. They act as your representative, getting the highest market offer for you. You've got nothing to lose by simply inquiring. If you're over 64 with $100,000 or more of life insurance, you may already qualify. Call 877-485-6681 to get your free non-binding appraisal or visit FundingLife.com. Life Insurance Settlements. Discover the true value of your life insurance. 877-485-6681. Jordan Goodman is an affiliate. He recognizes quality solutions, forming relationships to help improve the lives of his listeners. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. 
Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guests this hour are Rachel Marshall and Bruce Weiner. They are the co-founders of The Money Advantage, which specializes in the, pro- the project and the, the strategy known as Infinite Banking. Uh, welcome back to both of you. And your website, again, for people who want to find out more, is themoneyadvantage.com. So we've talked a little bit about infinite banking. Another thing you talk about is what you call velocity banking. Tell me a little bit about what that is. Yeah, I'll go ahead and start us off with this one. So velocity banking is something that has been potentially a little bit confused with the idea of infinite banking. And there are some cases where we've seen people wanting to do both at the same time, but they're very, very different. So velocity banking is a strategy of using a HELOC or a first lien um, loan on your house. And Bruce, you can you can dig into this a little bit more as well, but it is a strategy of using a HELOC to pay off a house more quickly. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Um, I'm not certainly not an expert on this, although I've I've studied this. I've talked to velocity banking people, and uh, it's it's a different philosophy. Uh, using instead of using uh, your, your HELOC, which is like a simple interest um, that doesn't accrue in, for 25 days, instead of having this constant compound interest on a traditional mortgage um, and running you know, all of your, all of your uh, finances through it. Um, I think it's a lot of work um, and it's a lot of things. And I haven't found very many people that are really good at monitoring it. And um, we have a philosophy that, uh, you know, the more you pay your house off faster, especially in today's low interest rate environments, you're actually losing control of your capital and um, it's not. It, we our philosophy is it's it, financially it's not your best interest. Now emotionally it might be in your best interest, but not financially. Um, and and so what you can also do, so what we tell people to stay in control as much as possible, instead of doing velocity banking, why don't you build up uh, an account outside of your home that you can go ahead and pay your home off at any time you want to or need to. But don't just pour more money into the walls of your house where you have to ask permission to get it back if you ever need it. And Jordan, I've had clients over the last 30 years, and um, they've, they've come into financial hardships. Uh, during the Great Re- Recession, this happened a lot where people lost their jobs, and they, and they could not go back and access equity out of their house that they faithfully paid over the years because the bank said, well, where's your income? And... Um, they say, well, I don't have any income, and they were in tremendous financial hardship, where if you build up your your uh, money into a whole life insurance contract where you could pay your house off if you wanted to, um, those people that I had, my clients then, even when they lost their jobs, they had access to capital, and so that's that's kind of what we preach as far as the strategy. You offer a guide, a free guide called the Insider's Guide to Earning a Return on the Same Money in Two Places at the Same Time. Tell us a little bit about that, Rachel, and how people can get it. Yeah, so this guide is something that we put together because I think there is a lot of people who are wanting to do infinite banking or hearing that it's a great idea, but it seems really complicated. And we wanted to deal away with that completely and say, it's really not that complicated. It's very simple. And here are the benefits and the ways that it can help you. We've seen a lot of people use infinite banking with real estate investing specifically. And certainly it can be used in a lot of other cases. We see it work very well with business owners who are entrepreneurially minded and want to have a reserve of cash in their business. But in this idea of being able to use your cash that you're building up and storing in the infinite banking policy and then borrow against it to use in another investment, 
the reason that we see people interested in that is that it works very well for storing cash between deals when you're investing in real estate. And so we just talked through what is infinite banking? What does it do? How do you build up cash value? How do you have cash value growth? And more importantly, that really specific key idea that you're able to keep your money growing and compounding inside the life insurance policy, growing with dividends and interest. And at the same time, you're also earning a return on the same dollars outside. The way that you do that is, I mentioned a little bit earlier, you're paying the premiums in to the life insurance policy. Those premiums are giving you a death benefit, but also a cash value. The cash value is growing. Now with no additional capital, besides what premiums you're putting into the life insurance policy, now you have access to policy loans against that cash value. And then you're able to put that work or that money, that other people's money, OPM, as Robert Kiyosaki would call it, to work in an outside investment. So you've had one inflow of cash and you're able to use that cash in two places at the same time. The reason this is so powerful is that there's really not a lot of other places you can do this. If you just put your money into the bank and you're growing a savings account and this is your holding tank for all the cash that you have in between deals, the garage, if you will, to store your capital when it's not driving out into a investment and going to work for you. If you just store that in a savings account and you take out your money from the savings account, you stop the compounding on the original money that was in the savings account to put it to work in something else. And you're not stacking your investments at that point. You are exchanging investments. You're taking the money out of the cash account and putting it instead into the real estate. But the power of being able to get two returns on the same money at the same time. It's almost like you're putting a second workhorse into the harness in front of you on your sleigh or whatever you're driving these horses in front of you. And you have two things that your money is doing at the same time. It's powerful because you're able to get that much more return back to you and you're able to accelerate time and money freedom that much faster. You have a lot of interest in alternative investments to a lot of them in the real estate area. On your website, you have things about Aspen Funds, uh, Done For You, ECI, High Return Real Estate, and, and some other ones. Uh, why is that, you think, a good place to put your money as well? Very, very great question. And the reason that we say, I'll just, just step back and talk about what is an alternative investment in the first place. Most of the people who we talk to are very interested in having their cash in safe places that they know and control. And we think that's really wise. Unfortunately, most people instead go straight to investing and they invest in what they have no control over. And then they're just on a roller coaster, hoping that everything's going to work out for them, trusting some fund manager, trusting everybody else out there and not really feeling in control. Instead, we want to make sure that you have cash in your control. When you use an alternative investment, it doesn't mean that it's not going to ever lose money. But what it does mean is that it's not tied to the stock market. So you're not going to have to hang on for the ups and downs that the stock market has. Instead, you're putting your money in something that's not correlated to the stock market. So we have done a lot of interviews and conversations with people who offer alternative investments. And many of them are places where we would say, if you're interested in using your cash value from your life insurance policy or even other cash to invest in something that's not tied to the stock market so you have more guarantees. And I hesitate to even use that word because nothing is guaranteed in the world. But when, you, when you're when you investing in a position where you have less market fluctuation that's stock market driven, you have a lot more control. So in real estate, uh, some, some areas are very, very hot today, and some are extremely cold. The center cities where people are leaving and rent rents are falling, and there's areas of the real estate market that are doing just terribly today, and other areas that are doing super well. Uh, how do these investments you're proposing in, in real estate, are they affected by these big changes in the real estate market lately? Yeah, that's, that's a great question. We tend to uh, try to align ourselves with people that are in the heart of America, because uh, the, the coasts tend to actually uh, are affected more by the, those real estate changes that you're talking about. So um, most of the people that we work with do turnkey investing. And what that simply means is you do not have to take care of tenants or toilets or anything like that. You just or termites. Are, or termites, yeah. <laughs> you're, just, you're just simply giving them money 
and they're managing the property and they tend to look for places in the heart of America that do that are not volatile uh, the market is not volatile and yet they have good employment uh, good good employment in the form of uh, hospitals in form of education in the form of manufacturing so on and so forth so like Rachel said earlier it doesn't mean it's without risk but they try to mitigate the risk by having a more conservative approach in the heartland of America so these have not been affected negatively by the the changes in real estate lately no because when you think about it when you think about it uh, Jordan is if you're doing real estate for an appreciation play, in other words, you're trying to buy low and sell high, then yes, those things can be uh, affected. But when we're talking about alternative investments, we're talking it as a rental play or a cash flow play. So let's say you buy a piece of property for 200000 and you're getting rent off of it, and the, the real estate market tanks, and now it's only worth 100000 but you're still getting rent off of it. So you're really not doing it for the appreciation. You're doing it for the cash flow. So you're recommending putting the two together to take, have money in your infinite banking account, borrow it out at roughly 5% and earn 8 or whatever, a higher percent in the real estate. Is that the strategy you're talking about? Correct. And then use the rents, the rent cash flow to actually pay back the loan and then just rinse and repeat and, and just keep doing that because you've got tremendous tax benefits from owning the real estate too. So there's also some uh, tax re, uh, refund re, uh, that you're going to have uh, from the tax advantages. Very good. We're going to take another break. Uh, this is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guests this hour are Rachel Marshall and Bruce Weiner, the co-founders of The Money Advantage. You can find out more at their website, themoneyadvantage.com. We'll be back after this. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Are you a homeowner tired of making monthly mortgage payments with little progress towards paying down your principal? Does paying off your home in five to seven years without making larger or more frequent payments sound appealing? Paying off your home in full in five to seven years is really possible thanks to Truth and Equity's Mortgage Equity Optimization System, a money management approach that puts your money to work for you 24-7. If you own a home with some equity, have a decent credit score and verifiable income, you owe it to yourself to learn more about Truth and Equity's program. There's no need to replace your mortgage or refinance in many cases. The system works for new home purchases as well as current mortgages. Your home is your largest investment. Own it outright in five to seven years. Call Truth and Equity, 888-262-5540 or visit truthandequity.com, 888-262-5540. Jordan Goodman is an affiliate. He recognizes quality solutions, forming relationships to help improve the lives of his listeners. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guests this hour are Rachel Marshall and Bruce Weiner, co-founders of The Money Advantage. You can find out more at their website, themoneyadvantage.com. Welcome back to both of you. Uh, Bruce, in addition to the one we just talked about as far as real estate alternatives, uh, one of the other ones you were talking about was private lending. How does that work where you can earn a decent return with some safety? Yeah, so um, over the last 25 years or so, uh, lending, to, especially for commercial real estate, has uh, because of the regulations, uh, and, and as we all can remember the Great Recession, regulations in the banking industry have been uh, onerous and... There's been less and less money um, available from traditional lending sources, such as the big commercial banks. And so as any good um, capitalistic society does, then they start, they see a need. And so these, these uh, managers have gone out and put together some lending programs in both Regulation D and Regulation A+. And these are regulations that you must follow by the SEC. And so yep. they will they will gather they will gather uh, pools of investors, and then they will actually go out and lend money. Some people might be familiar with hard money lending. This is not exactly the same because this is highly regulated, but they will they will lend money to uh, individuals or corporations to buy commercial real estate, and those returns 
Um, of course, once again, they're not guaranteed, but those returns can be anywhere between 8 and 15% internal uh, rates of return, not, not including some tax benefits on that. So that's another place that you can use your cash value to get a external rate of return. Would you be worried about what's happening in commercial real estate now or offices and a lot of you know people are not going to the office anymore and a lot of commercial real estate is really hurting would that affect uh, the these kind of programs correct and and if it's if it's simply office space i would say yes i'm concerned but we're talking about uh buying uh, uh space commercial space that is like at the corner of maine and and broadway places that you might see uh quick trips and you might see uh uh, CVS, and you might see uh, McDonald's, places that even if they go under, this is highly sought after real estate that a new tenant would come into. Uh, these are also healthcare facilities that actually thrive during uh, COVID. Um, it's amazing. It is amazing during COVID. This was a great test for this, for this uh, particular sector. And even multifamily real estate that was at the right place were returning rent payouts of of 94% even during COVID. And I just saw an article where Google yesterday um, just decided to uh, purchase hundreds of thousands of new office space. So I don't really think office space is going away like a lot of people do. I do think it's going to uh, be reduced and I think the numbers through COVID have bear, bear this uh, to be true. And um, it, it stood the test of time, a very, a very strenuous test. What, what is the minimum investment to get into one of those things? And do you have to be an accredited investor to do it? Great question. If it's a regulation A+, plus, um, you do not have to be an accredited investor. Um, and the minimum investments are generally uh, can be as low as $2,500. If you are a, if it's a regulation D, then it's normally they have a minimum of, of around fifty thousand, but it's not uncommon to see them at a, a minimum of a hundred to two hundred fifty thousand in a regulation uh, D. And yes, you would have to be an accredited investor to get into those. Another thing you talked about is private equity. Mm-hmm. Uh, is this part of these huge private equity firms that have billions of dollars and do leverage buyouts? Is that what you're referring to there? No, no. These would be these would be individual uh, partnerships that they would put together, and uh, a, a big one. And once again, I cannot uh, say specifically about this, but I can talk in general. Is where uh, right now through COVID we had a a lot of need for wireless uh, because everybody was home, you know, so on and so forth. And so there are companies now that are um, pooling together money and purchasing leases for cell phone towers, and then they're actually renting those cell phone towers out for additional capacity for all this wireless. When we are way behind the uh, uh, future um, infrastructure build-out for this, and so this is another one where you can invest you can get a you can get a dividend payout of anywhere between depending on the company five and a half to seven percent, and then at the end these uh, these uh, investor pools of money are so good at producing cash flow you will have you will have endowments you will have pension systems you will have insurance companies that love this income coming off they will come in and purchase this entire pool of investment. And then the people that got into the the equity portion of it early will then get an additional return on their money that once again is in the teens uh, historically for these investments. Another one you've mentioned is oil and gas. Now you think of them Mm -hmm. being terrible, even though oil prices are up lately, there's been tremendous bankruptcies and restrictions on oil and gas companies. You can't uh, do uh, oil and gas exploration on federal lands anymore. Uh, right. Why would you want to get into oil and gas in the current situation? Great, great question. I would couch this as I could see that with with crude oil. I could see where you'd be a little worried about it, but remember, this is only on federal lands. So we're we're going to have to have if everybody believes we're going to go to alternative investments. Um, I'm sorry, alternative energy sources. Uh, those alternative energy sources don't work all the time. Uh, if the if uh, if the winds don't blow, they don't work. 
if uh, if the sun doesn't shine, it doesn't work. So you need something as a backup. Uh, natural gas is a very clean way to actually back up. And um, I think uh, that this is going to be a really good investment uh, into the future. Oil, on the other hand, yes, I can see where that could be phased out. Uh, but I think the phased out period is going to be anywhere between 30, 40, maybe even 50 years. And yes, you're right. The supplies that are coming off the federal lands may be less because of the uh, regulations. But then the private lands, that means the supply needs to be greater. It's the old supply and demand. So I believe the returns on the, from the private land uh, drilling would actually be greater. And, and uh, because of fracking, uh, once again, uh, we've lessened the risk on, the, on these types of investments. But, the re- but there's also another reason to do these particular investments, and that is these have been in the tax code uh, for intangible drilling costs for well over 100 years. And we don't see that changing anywhere in the near future. So this is another really good uh, alternative investment that people could um, actually use to actually balance out the volatility of their portfolios. Rachel, back to the infinite banking. Who is this appropriate for? Do you need to have a ton of money and a ton of patience? I mean, this is a program that's going to take 20 years to pay off, or uh, is this a quicker thing? Who, who is this appropriate for to take the infinite banking approach? Love, love the question. I think this is appropriate for somebody who is entrepreneurially minded and thinking about creative ways that they can be in control. Now, if somebody is not saving regularly, this is not a program for you. If this is if you're somebody who just has one time cash that you want to put into something and you want to have a good return for a long time, this is not the right program for you. If you are, however, a disciplined saver, you have good money habits, you're putting money to the side on a regular basis and you're saying I want a better place to store my cash that I can do more with it, that it will grow at a better rate, that it has safety, it's not going to lose value, and it's liquid where I can access and use it. This is an ideal place for you to store cash. And that's in your personal life, that is in your your investment strategy life, and that's also in your business. This is a fantastic way for a business to build capital reserves. What kind of a difference would it make in people's lives to implement the strategy compared to what they're traditionally being offered? I love that. They would be growing, not only their cash would be growing at a faster rate. So that's just thinking about cash value. But in addition, this is a profound tool to be able to create a tremendous legacy. And I know we're just at almost the end of the show. I had a situation where I almost died about two years ago after delivering my daughter. And that situation showed me the value of having life insurance as the death benefit of life insurance, because we never have a guarantee how long we are going to last. And we want to not only be able to do the best for our children, we want to be able to have an impact and a legacy that lasts for many generations as far as possible into the future. And this would solve so many concerns around that. Very good. Thanks so much. My guests this hour have been Rachel Marshall and Bruce Weiner. They are the founders of The Money Advantage. Uh, you can see their website at The Money Advantage for much more about what we talked about as far as uh, uh, insider, the um, infinite banking. And again, they've got a, uh, a free guide called The Insider's Guide to Earning a Return on the Same Money in Two Places at the Same Time. So thanks, both of you, for uh, educating people on this really interesting strategy. Thanks for having us on, Jordan. Thank you so much, Jordan. Thanks, both of you. We'll be back next week with another edition of The Money Answer Show. Goodbye for now. Thank you for joining Jordan Goodman and The Money Answer Show. If you have a question for Jordan, please visit his website at www.moneyanswers.com. And be sure to tune in every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on Voice America Business. See you next week.